Hey, hockey fans, welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ivany, here as always with co-host Jesse Lucier and our head honcho over at Sunset Studio, Mr. Paul McLean. Boys, it's back. It's playoff time. It's the best time of year to be a sports fan. Super excited to get this one out there in the airwaves, gentlemen, and uh, super excited for the playoffs to start. How are you guys feeling? What's going on, boys? Best time of the year. Best time of the year. I'm yeah. so fired Christmas. up. Yes. I'm so fired up, man. I, I'm taking some time off work to, to watch some of the first round so I don't miss anything. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Couple sickies in the future. Couple sickies. Right. Yeah. All right, uh, folks, uh, we're going to get things going right away. I just want to mention before we start, we are uh, co-hosting a playoff pool this year with the uh, Hong Kong ice hockey legend Keith Fong with Power Play Sports and Entertainment. Uh, if you'd like to find the link for that pool, check out our Facebook page. The link is there um, and get on it right away. It's going to be a huge pot. Uh, his pools are always big. They'll be somewhere between 50 and 100 people probably. And uh, yeah, great prizes. We're also going to contribute some prize package uh, for first, second and third place from the podcast. So gentlemen, let's get our first period started tonight, which is brought to you as always by the China Hockey Group. Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-oriented group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives geared at developing ice hockey in Hong Kong and Southern China. Established in 2011, the CHG is comprised of various programs for players of all levels. From the exceptional Junior Tigers program, the HKBN Island League, the Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs, all the way up to their adult leagues, which include the SCIHL, for those looking for a fun recreational experience, and the CIHL, which is the only elite full contact adult hockey league. If you're looking for some hockey equipment, or if you even need your skates sharpened, stop by the CHG showroom in Central, an exclusive reseller of Warrior and Power equipment. For more information about their programs, check out their website at ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. All right. Our first period, as always, our biggest stories of the week. Uh, and Jess, after that, we'll get into our playoff predictions for the East and the West. Can't wait to break down those series. But why don't you first, get us started? We have with, uh, a question. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Paul was going to be sleeping here. No, I was no, no so was I. boys only got three hours sleep in me right now. I had to get up it was super early to do my hockey pool. With my brother's over in Canada and they decided to do it at seven o'clock in the morning. Hong Kong time. It was supposed to be six o'clock in the morning. I didn't get oh, home till about four. You're just getting home. Yeah, it was horrible. Anyways, we're, we're, we're going to do this easy. This is how tired I am. We're just going to do easy questions today, boys. You ready for some easy questions? Absolutely. Three defensemen this year got 80 points. Name them. Yossi. Makar. Hedman? Hedman. There. Both of you got a right. Yes. Uh, although Jess got him in first. Points, there. points on the board, baby. There you go. <laughs> I got Hedman in. I got Hedman in first for sure. And we'll get, we guys can check the video on that. And that's we'll enough check the audio. Today. Thank audio. you. Oh, we're okay, going back. Good. Oh, we'll be going back. We're going back. I'm pretty sure it's Jess. Yossi. Makar. Hedman? Hedman. But anyways... There. I, I'm just going to ask easy questions today, boys. Easy questions. 
Love it. Get out, get out with first period. Let's do this. Get, get our points in now before the end of the season. So get us up to one. All right, Ivan, you hit us, bud. All right. I thought you were going to kick it off, Jesse. What do you got? You got a feel good well, story for us this week? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll kick Let's, it off. I'd like what? you to start this week. I'd like to hear this story. I'm excited. All right. So this is going to be, uh, we're going to start off with our found feel good story. Um, as the season winds down and some guys are gearing up for playoffs, others are hanging up the skates and the gear for the last time ever. Um, so this story is brought to you by found Asia's first CBD concept store and cafe found is on a mission to bring the life-changing benefits of cannabinoids back to the region from its flagship store tucked away. And where is it? Oh, oh leafy, leafy Shangwan area. area. That's right. The leafy Shangwan area found provides a relaxing and supportive environment to discover the benefits of CBD and CBG through a selection of infused F and B items. Check them out. You can find them at found.hk or on Facebook and Instagram use discount code ATP 10 for 10% off. Okay, boys, you know, it's always hard to see this, but some of our, you know, some of the biggest names in the NHL are hanging up the skates for the last time. Um, and I just think when you kind of see the farewell that these guys get, you know, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, seeing Getzlaff in his last home game, Chara, you know, I know Dustin Brown's going to the playoffs, but it's pretty cool. It makes me feel pretty good when I see, you know, the, the, the farewell, like these legends of the game are getting as they announce their retirement. You guys been watching this? Oh, dude, I absolutely, definitely, definitely. You see big Z, he got, uh, he got a goal in the last minute of his last game. Storybook, storybook, uh, amazing, amazing, and unreal. Was first star, first star of the game, got handshakes by everyone. Even the officials were shaking his hands. It was, it was yeah, really yeah. nice to watch. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, you know. And uh, both teams, young guys, old guys. You know, you look at a guy like Getzlaff. You know, he's played over eleven hundred games, over a thousand points. You know, everyone's known this guy. Team Canada's. He's got the cup. He's you know he's kind of done it all, especially for that franchise. You know, I mean, is he a? What do you think, boys? First ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely, hundred percent, no question. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Getzy's one of those guys in the league, well respected, and you could see it. I mean, on, honestly, I want to, you know, Paul. I didn't. I got to go back and check that highlight. I didn't see his goal in the last minute. That was but, awesome. Uh, Zidane, the respect amount around the league for both of these guys, Big Z, mm. just an absolute beast. Like you don't want to play him against him, but you love to have him on your team. Like one of those guys. Um, you know, just does everything right. And a great role model. Both of these guys have done everything right throughout their careers. Um, and I yeah. think that's, you know, a very something that needs to be mentioned because when you can be in the limelight for that long and not screw up, is, you yeah. know, and, and be a, be a captain uh, many times for many years, be a yeah. leader. Uh, yeah. yeah. Huge. At first star, second star, third star to get laugh that the victory laps around the rink. I mean, gives yeah, you goosebumps. Cool. Super, super NHL, happy for both, for both of the those NHL guys. Always yeah. Yeah, yeah. The NHL always does that. Well, always does. It. It's very classy. So yeah, that's our, that's our found feel good story. All right. Thanks, Jess. Um, our next story, we got the Yardley brothers spill of the week. Uh, the most disappointing thing to happen in the last couple of weeks brought to you by our friends at Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery. Uh, check these guys out at their on their website, Yardley Brothers HK, so you can order some of their fine products right to your doorstep. And also, uh, they just opened a cafe and bistro on Peel Street and things are opening up, folks. Hong Kong is starting to buzz again. Let's get out Watch there. Let's out, support. Hong Kong. Yeah, we got to support our local businesses because they've been they've been struggling for a little while. So let's get out there and support the Yardley Brothers, 62 Peel Street, new location. 
All right. Biggest disappointment, obviously, here, guys. I know I've talked about them a couple of times already, but the, the, the Vegas Golden Knights not making the playoffs has to be talked about one more time. Uh, as much as they went for it uh, in the last couple of weeks, they just couldn't do anything right. They kept shooting themselves in the foot. They blew leads. They blew comebacks. They couldn't win overtime games. I'm looking at this lineup, Jess. Uh, you've got Jack Eichel and Dadanov on your third line with Nick Waugh, who's an absolute stud on the third line. Um, these, This is your third line. Your top nine is absolutely stacked. So why are these guys not in the playoffs? I know they went through a lot this year, but so did a lot of teams with injuries and, you know, goaltending problems. Um, and it, does it all date back to the trade of Marc-Andre Fleury and this team kind of just crumbled a little bit with injuries this year, or is there another reason these guys are heading to the golf course? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I echo what you're saying. I mean, this was a, a, a team that was coming into this year, you know, making a few adjustments that, you know, a lot of team, you know, a lot of people had these guys written down as favorites, but yeah, I would, I would label this as certainly one of the more disappointing seasons from a team that we've seen in, in probably the last few years. Um, and, you know, I, I can't really put, I can't really put um, my finger on, on what the problem is, except going back to just kind of the way they managed, you know, that whole kind of goaltending situation going back to last year and in, in the playoffs, um, you know, I, we talked about it. I thought that was such a mistake. Uh, when they were going back and forth, back and forth. And then, you know, they, they bet kind of on the wrong guy and, and the way I think Flurry got traded. And then, you know, a couple other things happened this year with like the whole Dandenoff trade was supposed to go through, but then it didn't. And then, I mean, it just, in a weird way, I feel like this team has quickly become like a hated team around the league and by fans, you know, <laughs> whereas they were kind of the darling of, of the NHL since they first got on, but you know, to be perfectly honest, I mean, you go, you know, they had some guys who were contributing. Sure, they had injuries, but they had some guys who were contributing. And, um, you know, I think Shea Theodore still had a great year, but um, yeah, I, I don't have the answers. And that's why I think it's so disappointing because it just doesn't make sense how this team wasn't doing well. Yeah, it's a strange one. I hope, you know, they can regroup. If they're not going to blow this up, I don't think. I think, you know, there's a chance they can still have a run here. Uh, maybe with just a couple tweaks. Uh, they obviously need help in the goaltending position. Uh, Robin Leonard was playing through an injury. Um, so, I mean, they need to pick up a goalie and maybe one more piece. But, I mean, the Vegas Golden Knights, I don't think it's panic time for them. I think they can still, with this core, if they can manage to stay healthy for most of the season, there's no reason they can't contend. Yeah. One last thing to know about Vegas um, that I don't think a lot of people realize is, is they're one of the older teams in the league. I think they're the third oldest team in terms of average age in the NHL. So, you know, where a lot of teams are kind of going the other way with, with kind of the youth and, and, you know, the, um, so the window I think in Vegas is quickly closing. They have some holes in the ship clearly, but uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they're going to do. I, I have a feeling they're the coach. This will be the end of the coach. Um, and I don't think it'll, will take long to announce it, but, yeah, man, you called it, man. Completely, uh, yeah, completely slipped on that one. We'll call that the spill of the year. And let's yeah. move on, Jess. Uh, what do you got for us next? Okay, our Psalm sleeper. I think, uh, you know, some people are sleeping on. It's the last game of the year. Um, uh, this week's Psalm sleeper is brought to you by Psalm, the Red Bull for sleep. All you have to do is drink a can 30 minutes before you go to bed, and it will help you fall asleep faster and sleep better throughout the night. They've already delivered over 2 million nights of sleep. 
and are used by over 60 pro teams and recommended by uh, doctors and trainers alike. You can check it out at getsom.com. Uh, you can use discount code ATP10 for 10% off. So, boys, another one. Psalm Sleeper, last game of the year, <laughs> third period. Um, we had an emergency backup come into the net. An emergency backup. Bug. Who doesn't love these stories, boys? And I don't. I don't want to love it. <laughs> I don't want to be sleeping on it. Last game of the year. Uh, Tom Hodges, who played hockey at uh, SMU, uh, he ended up being uh, called up, and uh, he was sitting in the crowd. I think he. I think they said he's a trader during the day. I mean, I think you said he's got one pro game under his belt. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool, man, seeing this. I mean, it wasn't a David Airy story, but I mean, you know, that is just a great story. It is, man. The e-bug. I the just e-bug. love it. And the e-bug, the emergency backup goalie. So here's the thing with me. So I'm a little confused as to why these types of people end up in these situations. Like there's gotta be a goalie in the city that's like, play in university hockey now or like playing you know uh like a 19 year old in junior like a guy who's a stud right now playing who is fit who's in in game shape why don't they have one of those guys kicking around on speed dial you know like or you know like show up to the rink we'll give you a couple hundred bucks a night to be here and a free ticket and a hot dog and just come sit in the rink because this guy, you know, he's in the rink in he's in Dallas, right? So he ends up playing for the Ducks. He's the Dallas backup goalie. I just it's funny every time it happens. But here's a situation, Jess, where there was a point on the line here for playoff yeah. seating. And you've got a guy who played one game in the East Coast like six years ago play in the third period for the ducks i mean it's funny we can all have a good laugh at it aries was an incredible story last year but as this seems to happen more often two three times like two three times a year possibly it can Mm. happen is there is it time they step up the the e-bug goalie jess or like have a guy like at least who's you know currently playing hockey yeah i mean i I just don't know how I, i don't know how the, the better way to do it. Like if, you know, you can't just bring your AHL goalie up cause he's going to be playing. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know. You I need someone know. who's in the city. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is, you know, like, and, uh, and maybe that's the best thing they can do is, Hey, have you ever played goalie before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but it is a bit, you know, like there's no other sport that that has that, you know, like, and the guy's wearing a jersey, he's got no name bar. It's just like the most unprofessional, like it looks like a men's league, you know, it's slapstick job. So yeah, no, I, I echo that, but I, I don't, I don't know what the, uh, I don't know what the, uh, you know, the, the answer is to fix it. The only thing I can think is like, you know, you can't obviously have a guy who's playing for another team because he's mm. going to be not there every time you need him. And mm. most of these teams have guys who come and this guy, this emergency backup goal, he's, he'll be a guy that practices once in a while with the team. Mm. You know, like whenever they got a couple goalie injuries, he'll come in and guys let guys shoot bucks at him, you know, like mm. he'll fill in once in a while. So he kind of guys get to know his name. At least they know who he is, but there's, it just seems to me like, you know, you can't have these Aries situations and this guy's situation when you got a meaningful game. Uh, that yeah, you know that has point. playoff implications. It's kind of strange. So uh, I don't know what the solution is, folks. If you have one, let me know. I mean, yeah. you either have to have a stellar guy who just retired in your city, 
And you would think in these major cities, there'd be gotta be somebody that, you know, is still playing at a high level. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Jess, that is a great story. Uh, congratulations to that guy. What a thrill. How many times you Jess, sat in an NHL arena and you're like, man, I wonder if like nine guys get hurt. If like the assistant coach looks up and sees me, they'll be like, Hey, like I'm here. Can Dude, I, play, I, I guys? don't go like, anywhere without my gear. I don't go anywhere without me. You never know, boys. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I've thought of it a million times. Like, uh, just what, what could happen now that I could get one shift in an NHL game? So pretty, pretty cool experience for those guys. Mm-hmm. All right. How about our Big Bite of the Week, folks? Uh, brought to you by our friends at the Big Bite Restaurant. Uh, again, as I said, it's time to get out and support our local restaurants. And these guys have been doing a great job. They managed to keep two of the three locations open during the pandemic. Uh, check them out on Facebook and Instagram uh, at the Big Bite HK. Uh, they serve great Canadian food, burgers, Canadian sirloin burgers. You can grab a milkshake, a poutine, uh, and say hello to the great Joseph Chan, chef, head chef and owner of the restaurant. And uh, I'm sure he'll make it a great time for you guys while you're there. Um, so our Big Bite of the Week this week, not a pleasant one. Um, but the loss of another legend, uh, you know, we lost Mike Bossy a couple of weeks ago, and then we lost another, another legend, folks. Mr. Guy Lafleur passed away uh, too soon. Uh, one of the greatest, probably, you know, storied members of the franchise, uh, prolific, uh, just an absolute stud of a human being, loved mm-hmm. by everyone, cherished by the community. Um, no one has a bad word to say about Guy Lafleur. Uh, his his accomplishments speak for themselves. Five times Stanley Cup winner. Uh, he played 1,126 games in the NHL and had 1,353 points. His awards, his accolades. I mean, there's nothing. There's no greater hab, uh, in my opinion, than the great Guy Lafleur. And unfortunately. A bit before my time, uh, but certainly being a Habs fan, I've spent a lot of time looking back at his highlights and mm. a huge loss for the hockey community and uh, yeah, huge loss for for the whole for our whole country. So um, rest in peace, Mr. Gilafleur. Jess, uh, what are your thoughts on the fight? Yeah, no, I, it, totally. And, um, you know, like uh, so my father, you know, his generation, he was a French Canadian kid, grew up. Like, you know, they, they worship this guy, like, you know, people worship Sidney Crosby, you know? Um, and, and, you know, as soon as I heard that he passed, you know, I called my old man and he was quite choked up, you know, like, and, and all the people in that kind of generation, this was a loss of a real icon, you know? So, um, yeah. it, it is a big loss and, you know, it's been a tough year for, for the legends of the game. Um, you know, this guy was, uh, you know, Art Ross trophy champion three times, um, you know, he's two time NHL MVP. I mean, like you said, man, this guy won it all. And he's just like, um, he was like a friend, you know what I mean? Like he was a French Canadian hero, you know, like played yeah. for the ramparts or yeah, yeah, played for the ramparts, you know, and then he played in Quebec and then, uh, then played in Montreal, you know, like one cops won it all, had the hair, had the style, you know, like just awesome. So it is a big loss and, um, but it's good to, to, you know, revisit, and again, I, I think we said the same thing about Bossy. Just speaks to kind of him how yes, he was before our time, but we all know exactly who he is. You know, we all know yeah. his patented. You know, he's the generate like uh, you know the, the franchise just generational player. Blah blah. And so yeah, a big loss and, and rest in peace. But uh, yeah, you said it very well, Ivany. It, um, it is tough. 
Yeah, he might have been the first, you know, face of the NHL as kind of like a poster boy. He was an yeah. icon. He had the he had the hair. He had the charm. Yeah. He had, you know, he had the big slap shot. He had he had everything that everybody wow. wanted. Like one of the first icons of the sport. Mm-hmm. Just a really tough loss. Um, Paulie, your thoughts on the on the passing of, of the flower? Uh, as much as the Habs suck, Gila Fleur didn't. Uh, right, he, he was a legend. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, my my uncle Earl, who actually passed not too long ago, he I, I always remember going down to this place when I was a kid, and he had actually a framed photo of him and Guy Lafleur, like uh, above the mantelpiece, like no family photos, a, fa- a picture of him and Guy Lafleur <laughs> when he met him uh, one time at the airport or something like that. So yeah, I mean, the guy was loved by everyone. Uh, I mean, with hair like that, how can't you love a man? Um, well, he, but, he had great hair. Yeah, great hair. Smoked like a chimney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, no, no, I got I got no uh no bad things uh, to say about that hab. I've got one story about um that my old man was telling me that uh he was playing in uh junior college and um uh Guy Lafleur was coming back and he wanted to get on the ice, so he, he went out for a skate with them and uh Nice. He goes like, you know, they were all watching him and he goes like, my dad would be in the line for the drill and they would just be watching him go by <laughs> like, and it would be his turn and no one was doing the drills. Was, everyone was just mesmerized, you know? So that's, uh, that's awesome, man. So I, that generation certainly lost a hero and, um, you know, but I think the NHL did a great job at, you know, and the hockey in Canada, they always do such a great job with that. So oh, no, man, it's, I, I had chills stopped. watching, I had chills watching that tribute to Guy. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. stop. The fans yeah. wouldn't stop clapping. Like the standing ovation went on for eternity. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, All right. Great way to end the first it. period. Yeah. All right, guys, let's move on to our second period tonight. Brought to you uh, as always by accessoryhouseglobal.com. When we're not talking about hockey on across the pond, we're usually listening to music. And after the number of hours, our headphones spent on our sweaty ear holes, they usually need a little bit of TLC. Luckily, our buddy Brandon from Accessory House Global is there to help. If you're in need of replacement cables, ear pads, or heck, even a brand new carrying case, this is the one-stop shop you need to visit. Check them out on Instagram at TheRealAHG or visit their website at AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. You can even get a 20% discount on your first purchase by typing in AHG20OFF. Tell them across the pond sent ya. All right, for tonight's second period, we are going to break down the Eastern Conference playoff series one by one, uh, give our predictions, uh, take a look at what we think is going to happen. Uh, boys, it's going to be uh, the three of us head to head. We're all going to make our predictions, a uh, number of games for a bonus point in each series. Ooh. We'll tally it up at the end. And the loser is definitely in charge of the first steak dinner when Jess is back. <laughs> are you guys are you guys up are you guys up to this challenge? Uh, I challenge yeah, you. I, I like steak. I like steak. I like questions more though. So as uh, I said before, easy questions this year, boys. Easy questions this year. Uh four players got over I uh, got 50 or more goals this year. Who were they? Sorry, you four want to take a stab at this one, Ivany? Four, four players yeah, uh, got 50 or more goals this year. Okay, let's they? go back and forth, Jess. I'll go first. Austin, you go um, next. Kreider. Okay, Dreisaitl. And Ovi. 
Okay, you, you both get a half a point because you didn't say all four, but yes. Yeah, that's yes. That's, that, that's it. No, you that's just got to, you got to, te- how many did Gajo end up with? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me see. Oh, he's way down the list. Eh? Yeah, he had a ton yeah, of assists yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah he, he had, had a ton he, of assists. He had 40. He had 40. Okay. Yeah, he had 75 right. assists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Quite the career, 115 points, man. That's crazy. Cool. That's it. That's it for questions. Nice one. Yeah. Polly bringing out the emergency backup questions. Uh, it's just easy, boys. Just easier. All right, okay, guys, any- let's get to the... Okay, we're, we're bang on tonight, Jess. We just got to team up on these trivia questions every right. week and we'll see, see how we do from now on. All right, let's get to our predictions. The first series, uh, Jess, we're going to make this a quick one. Florida Panthers and the Washington Capitals. Is there a chance that Ovi has one more run in him or is it, are they just going to get outscored by this Florida team? What's going to happen here? I'll give you a first crack at this one. Since yeah, I think, uh, riding, yeah, I think... Riding the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I've been talking about this Panthers team since, you know, the beginning of the season. Did I know they were going to win the President's Trophy? Yes, that's why I picked them too. <laughs> um, look, you know, people forget that Washington won the won the Cup, I think, three, four years ago now. So this isn't yeah. by any means. This is the playoffs, right? This, there's no such thing as an easy series. But, man, I, I just think the depth of this Florida team, it looks like Ekblad might be healthy now. So that's just another weapon they're going to get back. I just don't think Washington has the answer. They're going to, you know, they're going to rough them up. I think the big question is how can Florida get out of this series without, you know, dropping too many bodies. Um, So yeah, to your point, I think this team right now is just way too overmatched for, for, uh, for, it'll be very tough for Washington. I can see them maybe squeaking out a win at home, but uh, I'm going to pick Florida in five. Florida in five. Okay, well, I'll go next. Uh, Jess, I think you're banging on here, but you and you are right when they're, they're going to get a bite taken out of them by this Capitals team. It's not yeah. going to be easy. I mean, you're going to see Ovechkin with seven, eight hits again per game. He's going to play, you know, he's going to step it up way more than he, you know, with the physicality in the, in the playoffs. Wilson's going to be on a mission. TJ Oshie's a hard hitter. Yeah. Hathaway, Mantha, these are big boys. Johan Larson's a big boy. Uh, these guys are not going to go down without a fight. And totally. When you got John Carlson and Ovi on your power play in the playoffs and Kuznetsov and Oshie, like, as we all know, playoff hockey is really tight, tight games, tight matchups, often comes down to special teams. Mm. I would not be surprised if Washington sneaks out two wins in this series. Uh, I'm going to take the Panthers in six. I think they're just a little bit, you know, there's, they're going to outscore them. And if Bobrovsky, you know, if he, if he, I don't even know if he's going to be their guaranteed starter or not. I think he is. Uh, but if he can, if he can just keep them in games, you know, don't give up more than three. Yeah. I think Florida can still score four goals a game, you know, I, in the long run. So um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Florida in six. I like it. Polly quickly Panthers in five. Panthers in five. Panthers in Panthers five. In five. All right, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Just because. All right. Do you want, just because yeah all right well that's uh you know i think most of the world is on the panthers here boys so i uh, wouldn't be shocked for that one to happen okay let's move on to the second series in the east and this one guys i'm this is tough jess i know you're gonna have a hard time with this series too buddy we got the leafs two seed versus the three seed here uh, the leafs managed to end up with home ice advantage again is this the difference in this series jess i mean look I love the Leafs. Um, 
and, and you know, this is the playoffs. There's no such thing as a first round, easy first round, like I just said, but man, back to back champions doing it again, 50 wins, 110 points on the season. You know, Toronto's had a great year too, but man, this is just going to be a tough, tough series. You've got championship goaltending. You've got, you know, Steven Samkos, he has the most points in his career this year. Like Kucherov has like 25 points in the last 18 minutes. And the X factor in this series to me, guys, the X factor and a guy who worries me the most. Now I'm speaking as a Leafs fan here. Every time he's on the ice is Braden Point. That guy just scares me. He is just so deadly in the playoffs, so dangerous in so many ways. He'll just like cut through the middle of the ice breakaway. You know, he'll he'll make a great play. He's physical. He's just relentless, you know, and and I don't know if we're going to have an answer for for that, you know. So as much as it pains me to say and how badly I want the Leafs to get out of the first round, I mean, they're back-to-back champs for a reason, man. And so I think it's going to go down to the wire, but I'm going to pick Tampa in seven, boys. I hate to do it to my Leafs, but I'm picking Tampa in seven. Bold. Bold prediction there, Jess. I like the breakdown as well. Uh, Paul, do you want to take a stab at this one? Uh, I'll go. I'll I'll make Jess happy. I'll say uh, Leafs. Yes! That's what I'm here for you, baby. How many... How many games, bud? Eight. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I take them 12 games to win. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say Leafs in six. Wow. Ooh, I think it's okay. going to be a wow. surprise. We're going to win it on the road. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be a surprise. Good, good call. Well, All right. What a way to slay the dragon, um, though, huh? Yeah. Oh, awesome. man. So here's the thing. I The story would be incredible if this is the year that the Leafs, you know, turn the page They beat the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs in the first round. Demon off the back, you know, like the whole nine yards. But I don't think it's going to (laughs) happen. I think it's going to, Jess, I'm with you. I think Tampa Bay is going to squeak out this series. I think they're going to do it in six, though. I think they're going to win it at at home. Um, Toronto, to me, they're, they're really close. But what scares me the most is Campbell coming back off an injury, not getting a lot of games late in the season. Uh, don't forget that Andre Vasilevsky is the best goalie in the league. No question. Tampa, Bay's, Tampa Bay went through a little lull after the trade deadline. They had new guys in the lineup. It was taking them a little bit to adjust. But down the stretch, they showed the, who they, they showed their true colors, Jess. They really stepped it up. Stamkos went on, had the craziest month of April uh, and, like I've ever seen. He had 13 points in his last four games, I think. So, Obviously, he's very, very motivated. And if you look mm. at them down the middle with Stammer, Point, and Sorelli, and the thing I love most, though, is like you've got Brandon Hagel, who they brought in, and Nick Paul added to this lineup. Nick Paul brings some size, more size to that second line with Ross Colton. And Brandon Hagel's just finding his feet. And I felt like they just started gelling in the last two weeks of the season. And Patty Maroon and Corey Perry, they just know how to get it done in the yeah, playoffs. Pierre Edouard Belmar as well. Like this guy is a winner. And these this that fourth line is going to score probably a goal a game. I'm going to predict. The fourth line is going to contribute almost a goal a game for for Tampa because those guys just know how to do it. They know this is probably their last chance and to to three-peat is so unheard of in the NHL. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's special time for a special group. 
And Vasilevsky mm-hmm. will be the difference in this series. I'm going Tampa Bay in six. Nice breakdown. Nice breakdown. I can't, it's hard to, hard to argue with that, man. Please, hey. please be wrong on this one, Jess. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'll be, I honestly, Jess, I hope I'm wrong too. I want the, the, the Leafs to do well and, and I want every Canadian team to do well, but man, I just don't know. Okay, let's jump right into the next Eastern Conference series. Series, sorry, uh, Jess. Uh, this one is. Uh, I'm going to start with with Paul on this one actually because it concerns his Bruins. They're taking on the division leading Carolina Hurricanes. Paul, do the Bruins have a run in them this year? Yep, they do. Yep. Even <laughs> though you picked, didn't even though you picked the jerks to win the cup. Yep. 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 I mean, <laughs> so uh, the door. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough one, obviously, because uh, yeah. I mean, looking at how they played uh, Carolina this year, they're zero and three, and they got spanked every game. Mm. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. You know me. I'm not going to say no to a Bruins. Uh, well, that being said, last time they played the Jerks in the playoffs, they swept them. Very Ooh, valid. Good stat. Good yeah. stat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. coming yeah. out with stats. Bang 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 bang. bang, bang. Bang. So uh, I'm going to say Bruins and six. Un- unreal. Good call, Polly. Yeah. All right, yeah. Jess, what do you got in this one? Look, I think Carolina, the way they play, they just play the game that Boston had perfected over the last, you know, 10 years. That fast and furious, heavy forecheck, relentless kind of four lines rolling. Carolina has it. I think the, the, the gas in the tank of the Bruins, uh, you know, probably won't be able to keep up. So I'm going to pick Carolina and I'm actually going to pick them in five. I'm going to pick them to roll through this series quickly. Nice. Nice. Okay. Jerk. Going with the jerks. All right. Uh, I'm going to jump on that bandwagon as well, Jess. I think Carolina just has the edge in depth right now. Bruins had a tremendous season putting DeBrusque up on that first line. They've been playing really, really well. Again, never under underestimate Marshy and Bertie totally. in the playoffs, totally. but, but just the depth in Carolina and Freddie Anderson, I think also is the next factor here. Uh, experience wise, Jeremy Swayman's just getting his feet wet here in the league. And mm. uh, yeah. So for that, for those reasons, I'm going to take Carolina in six. I think Boston might squeak out at least one at home. Uh, yeah. No, actually Carolina's got, yeah, I'm going to go Carolina in five. Sorry. Carolina in five. What do you got, Jess, in six? I got him in five as well. Oh, sorry. Okay, I got the same pick as you. Yeah. All right. So moving on, the final one and maybe the toughest one to call in the Eastern Conference, we've got the New York Rangers against the Pittsburgh Penguins, you guys. This is an unbelievable matchup. It's kind of the change of the Titans in the Metro. You know, one last hurrah for the the Pens, and then you got these young guns coming up in, in New York. So what are your thoughts on this one, Jess? Yeah, so um, I think Pittsburgh's had a couple of disappointing seasons since they 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 won their back to back, right? A um, couple of disappointing exits. I think New York uh, knocked them out pretty quickly. Um, so I actually think I actually think there's going to be an upset in this one. I still still going to have to get a a taste of playoff hockey, how it works, and and uh, you know if there's any experienced group in the in the NHL, it's Penguins. And I think you're right. I think this is the last hurrah and they're going in with that in mind. So I'm picking the pens, man. And I'm going the pens in six. Ooh, 
Depends in six. Depends All right, I'll take the second shot. This one, this one pained me. I, I had a real hard time picking a winner in this series. Um, but I think the changing of the guards is happening. And I've been wrong about Pittsburgh already this year. <laughs> I did predict them to struggle and they did not. Um, and it seems like, you know, Rusty is back. Gensel's back. Everyone's healthy. Mm. They do have a shot. Um, but for me, there's one difference. It's the back end. Uh, the New York Rangers defensive. It's not just because Shesterkin is the best goalie in the league this season or he's had the best season. Mm. Um, it's when you've got Fox, Lindgren, Truba, Andre's playing unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and, and even their bottom pair, Jess Nemeth right now and Braden Schneider. Um, these two young guys have been playing over their heads. Yeah. Um, they, their numbers are unreal. And I'm not sure if, if those are guys you, you knew from junior or you knew their names, but uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Nemeth uh, has been around the league a little bit, but Braden mm. Schneider so, certainly having a great year. So my thoughts are they're going to be a little bit out defended by by the Rangers and out goaltended. So it's going to be a really tight series, but I'm going with the New York Rangers in seven. And mm. home ice advantage, home ice advantage Crucial. in this one is huge. And Crucial. the guard, so, man, I, I watched, uh, I watched, uh, you know, just quickly on this, I watched the game the other day. And the garden was just raw. He's hungry. You know, they have a team again. There's a new king in town in terms of the crease. And that I, that building is going to be electric. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to this series because these are two really good teams. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul, Polly, what do you got? Uh, I think uh, our boy Igor is going to show uh, what it's supposed to be like to be a goaltender in the playoffs. So... I, I I think the Rangers got the little bit of the the, the upper hand in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Rangers in six. Mm. Rangers in six, good call. Also, to, to be noted, the Rangers nothing no nothing to lose here in this one. I mean, yeah. they're not expected to win, and they yeah. haven't been all year, and they keep doing it. So yeah, uh, I got Rangers in seven. Jess Pittsburgh in six, and Pauly Rangers in six. All right, so that's tonight's second period. Uh, we're going to kick off the third period tonight with our West Coast predictions. Um, tonight's third period is brought to you by our good friends at Wheelhub Asia. Wheelhub Asia is committed to building community and bringing accessibility to inline hockey players in Southeast Asia. They've just started a new program called Three Inline, which is Hong Kong's first three-on-three inline hockey league. Wheelhub Asia stands for professionalism and collaboration. For inline hockey players, by inline hockey players. For all your inline hockey needs, head to their website at wheelhubasia.com. All right, Jess, let's kick off the Western Conference series with the, uh, where do you, wh- why don't you pick a series to start with on this one? Uh, why don't we just go into the hardest one right off the hop? Minnesota, right off the bat. probably the, oh, probably the series, aside from the Leafs, that I'm most excited to watch, man. These are two juggernaut teams matched up first round. Uh, you know, I think, I think this series is going to be the best one to watch. You know, I know we, you know, a lot of people, especially on the kind of the East Coast, you know, we don't tend to watch these two teams, but man, high flying, offensive, you know, big, physical, nasty. There's four yeah. number one goalies between these two teams. Like, yeah, true. There's there's so many 
talented player. I think, uh, I think the, you know, Minnesota has six guys with more than 20 goals. Um, the blues have been scoring at just an insane clip this year. I think they set the, there was a, a stretch of 12 games this year where they had more than four goals and that's a franchise record. Like, man, so this one could be any, this could go any way. So I'm definitely picking this one to go seven. I'm going to actually, as much as I want to see Minnesota get out of the first round and how great of a season they are, I just don't think they're going to get through St. Louis. And I think St. Louis is playing too well. They, they won the season series. They haven't lost to this team all year. And I just think St. Louis, they have a few guys that are kind of having these comeback, great comeback seasons. So I'm picking St. Louis and I'm picking them at seven. Ooh, nice call. Polly. I think absolutely different. <laughs> I think Minnesota has a great chance of winning this series. I think the yeah. blues blues are going to be blues are going to lose. Uh, how about we say it that way? Oh, um, and you heard it from Polly. The blues yeah. are going to lose. Blues are going to lose, baby. <laughs> uh, but it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. So I'm going to go Minnesota in okay. six. All right. I've been, I was waiting till the last day of the season for this series to be done. And the home ice advantage came down to the last game. Uh, I think it's going to be the the difference. Unbelievable. Two teams. You guys heading down the stretch. I mean, they didn't lose both of these teams. The last month of the season were almost like unbeatable and they're both built the exact same way. They've got size. They've got depth. They don't have superstars up front. I mean, uh, Kirill's on his way. Uh, to being a superstar up front. And, you know, they, the Blues have guys in their lineup who, you know, were superstars, you know, like David Prawn's getting a little bit older right now, but can still play. But they don't, neither of these teams has like, you know, a Crosby, a McDavid, uh, a McKinnon. Yeah. They both just built really, really well. And big defensemen, experienced defensemen, they're just, the, it seems like they're built identi- identical each, to each other. And uh, Minnesota's got a little bit of a question mark within goal right now with, with uh, Talbot and Fleury both playing well. Talbot's numbers are actually a little bit better since the trade. I'm a little bit worried about that getting in the way, but I trust that pair more than I trust Huso and Bennington right now. So that's a good point. That's going to be the diff- That's going to be the difference for me. Uh, and I'm going to take the wild in a hard fought seven game series. All right. Okay. So quite different on this one. Okay. Interesting. I like it. All right. Let's like move it. on. I like let's it. move on to, right. um, you know, another team that, you know, all three of us have been really high on Colorado against the Preds boys. I have any, one of you lead us off on this one. Well, um, I think this one's a no brainer. Um, Nashville to me is just not a team that will, um, they had a good regular season against, do you got the numbers there against uh, Colorado? Um, yeah, they I know they him. played them well all year. Yeah, they're up. So the Preds actually have the, uh, they were three and one this year head to head. They were three and one. So there you go. Um, I think, you know, as I said on a previous show, Jess, the, the Colorado Avalanche have not proven themselves winners in the playoffs yet. And they're going to have to beat a very stubborn, very experienced Roman Yossi led Nashville team that, you know, has nothing to lose right now either. I mean, no expectations and this kind of thing can go far in the playoffs and Saros who had an unbelievable first half of the year. You never know if he could, he could go on a run, Uh, but the Colorado avalanche just a little bit too deep for me Uh, again, home ice advantage. And I think their power play is just so deadly. Um, I think they managed to get through this first round. I'm going to take the avalanche uh, I think they're going to close it out in five games. 
Right. So I'm going to take yeah. Colorado in five. Yeah. Not much more to be said there for me. I think you, you nailed it. Um, you know, last thing I'll say is that, you know, I think after last season, I'll never forget Nate's press conference, you know, McKinnon at the yeah. end, he goes, you know, I'm 28. I haven't done anything in this league. I haven't won anything, you know, so he's coming in with one thing on his mind. So watch out this signing, you know, playoff run. So that's what I'm watching for. I'm going to pick them and I'm going to pick them in. Actually, I'm going to pick them in six. I still think Nashville is going to be a bit tough to knock out, but I'm picking them in six. Yeah, I, gotta, I usually don't agree with this guy, but yeah, Chris, I agree with you. Uh, as in, as in five, as in five, as in five. All right. The first time in three seasons, not bad. Paul has not agreed bad. with me on yeah. anything, yeah. anything, anything. Okay. Two series, two series to get through fellas. So let's, let's leave the, uh, let's leave the Oilers for last. So let's talk about flames and the Dallas stars, fellas, the flames, incredible season under, uh, the, the warden, uh, under their new head coach. 50 wins, 111 points, top team in the Western Conference. Uh, sorry, top team in their division and only a few points behind Colorado for top in the conference. So what do you got, boys? What do you got? Flames. I'll jump on. <laughs> oh, flames? Go ahead, Polly. How, how many is it going to take them? Uh, four. Wow. <laughs> awesome. It's going to be a sweep, boys. It's going to be a sweep. I Dallas. just wrote it down, boys. I just wrote it down. Calgary and four as Ooh. well. Um, Wait, you're I, agreeing with no, me? This, <laughs> I know. That's back-to-back oh predictions. We're gonna Something's going on there. Something's going on. Going on. Going on. Yeah. If, I, if I hadn't have wrote it down, I would have yeah. changed my mind. No. Uh, this, is a no, this is a no-brainer for me. Calgary is just a way better team than Dallas. Uh, Dallas struggled to get into the playoffs. They have one line that's scoring. I don't know what's going on with Ben and Sagan. They just haven't been able to score. And, mm. and they haven't been able to come through in big games for the stars. I mean, it's been the young guys, Robertson and Hints, that, you know, and I don't, they're going to get shut down in the playoffs by Calgary. They're just too big, too deep. Goaltending is not even close. Uh, Markstrom is, is a Vesna candidate. And, and I think the Sutter factor is huge because he's got those guys playing different style of hockey, going into the playoffs way more confident than they've ever been. I got Calgary in four. Nice. Wow. Back to back. Sweepers, boys. Okay. I disagree. There's something about this Calgary team. (laughs) Yes. There's something about this Calgary team that just, it doesn't click in my brain. You know, I think I've used the word enigma, trying to make myself sound smart. Um, But I I think I've watched Dallas now the last few games. Coming down the stretch, they've been in a a gunfight. I think in Calgary, things have been kind of smooth sailing since about the All-Star break where they've kind of had that division locked up. Um, there's no one really to kind of push them around and challenge them, but man, I think Dallas, you, you named it Robertson. They got hints. They've just have this incredible forward group that can skate and fly around the ice. Now, if Sagan and Ben get going, then it's a whole different series, but I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I'm actually going to say it's going to be a tough series to get out of. And um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, Calgary and it's going to be seven. Wow. It's going to wow. be a tough Wow. Dallas going to, wow. That's a wow. bold prediction, Jess, but I like it. I like it. Nice. All right. All right. Let's, let, last one, let's bring it home. Last let's one, fellas. Okay. Okay. The Oilers, we've talked about them a lot. We know the story on this team now, up and down, goaltending, new coach. Um, you know, they've, they've been a different team since they got their new coach in. 
What do you think, fellas? Head to head. So they're playing the Kings head to head. The Oilers have the series three one. Um, uh, the Oilers had beaten them up twice. Oh, sorry, LA actually beat them up early in the season. They won five one. Edmonton five two, and then they've won the rest since in one goal game. So, what do you think, boys? I think brooms are on sale out in Alberta because that's going to be another sweep, baby. Ooh. <laughs> that's going to be another sweep. The Oilers taking care of business quickly. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. I mean, yeah. uh, LA sweep. <laughs> no, no. Oilers. No, 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 no. Edmonton in four. Edmonton in four. <laughs> Edmonton in four, he says. Yeah. Get get your stock, buy your stocks in brooms yeah. in Alberta, yeah. folks. Yeah. <laughs> Polly's all over the sweeps. Um, this is going to be a pretty quick series um, for so many reasons, uh, but I think the main main factor here is you know the depth that Edmonton now has. Uh, the the X factor for me in this series is going to be Zach Hyman. I, he's probably going to score like three huge goals. Cause he's mm. going to get the chances. I mean, you can only shut down so many guys in that lineup. I mean, you're going to focus on McDavid. You're going to focus on dry side. Kane has been on an insane clip lately. So I think Hyman has to have a big series and he will uh, Mike Smith. Th- this is the thing for me, Jess, you know how I am with Mike Smith. He's, but he's nine and oh, in his last nine, his save percentage is like nine fifty something. He's on an absolute tear. He knows that this is probably his last chance even to play on this team. I don't know if he's back in this lineup next year. Mm. Can Jonathan quick think this, can the same thing be going through Jonathan quick's head? Like this is my last chance at a little run with this kind of a Cinderella team here. And he's been through it before with Sutter down in LA. So honestly, I don't think LA has a, a great chance. I got Edmonton in five, but there's a couple of things that, you know, makes me think that they're going to keep this really close. What are your thoughts, Jess? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that the, the superstars in Edmonton had a very disappointing run last year. And now the pressure's on them to perform. I mean, Connor McDavid just won his fourth hour. Done in the, in the, they don't want to show what they're made of in this, in the, in, you know, in the next round. But, man, you know, if there's ever a team that's built to just slow down and shut down stars, it's it's the Kings, right? Kopitar, Dustin Brown. Uh, now they've got Deneau. Like, that's what these guys do, man. So, um, you know, I actually think the the Kings, if, if I had a first-round matchup that you could choose, I think the Kings would probably prefer the Oilers the most, to tell you the truth. That's who they stack up best against. So I think it's going to be a much tighter series than that. And I'm going to give the Oilers the edge, but I think it's going to go the distance seven games. Seven games. Seven games. Seven boys. games. Oilers I mean, that seven. is Oilers uh, in seven. You heard it here from Jesse Lucier. Who's been drinking since 5 a.m. in Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> Oilers in seven, boys. I mean, look. Oilers in seven. Five points. Five points separated these two teams in the regular season. Just throwing that out there, boys. You know me. I'm a numbers guy. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that he is a numbers guy, folks. Uh, so there it is. There's our predictions, you guys. Um, Polly, I know you're going to work on getting this out for our listeners as soon as you can, but it might not come out until the day after the playoffs start. Um, but due what's to, uh, more important this is week. that there's a third period question. Oh my gosh, Whoa. again, easy boys, easy, easy. You ready for this? Already. Who was the last Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup and who did they play in the finals? 
Montreal Canadiens, 1993. They played who the did, Flames. Who did they play? The Flames, right? Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> oh, so, I, sorry. Actually, Stop. no. They did. Do, they did. Uh, it was the Habs in 93. Yeah, in 93. They didn't. Yeah. Who did you say, Jess? Calgary. Yeah. The Flames. No, it wasn't the Flames. Oh. The LA Kings. LA Kings. Well, I'm an idiot. With Wayne Gretzky yes. on the team. <laughs> yes. A great one. A great Best one. Best tribute night of the year. There you go. For our yeah. last regular season podcast. Garbage time. Junk, junk time questions. Junk questions. Junk questions. We're going to have to get a belt made for next season, boys. <laughs> Uh, great job as always, guys. Uh, yeah. Polly, are you going to take us home with a little Stanley Cup story? No, I'm not. I, I don't really have anything here, to be honest. That's well, all right. Well, I mean, the story's about to be written. Boys, playoffs are about to start. About to be a yeah, new story written. That, eh? Yeah, that's I mean, right. I, I, saw, I saw an interesting thing uh, that I could read off, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's right. totally up to you. But let's do this. Yeah, go for it. I Give us a little factoid this. or something. Yes. Uh, it's yeah. a little, yes. little some, some, some. All right, gather out, children. The coaching matchup in the Western Conference first round series between the LA Kings and the Oilers has a little interesting subplot. The Kings' Todd McClellan and the Oilers' Jay Woodcroft worked together for three teams across more than a decade. McClellan was an assistant with the Detroit Red Wings when Woodcroft was their video coach. They won the Stanley Cup in 2008. McClellan went to coach the San Jose Sharks in 2008 and brought Woodcroft with him as an assistant. They were together in San Jose through the 2014-2015 season. And McClellan got a job as the Oilers coach prior to 2015 season and brought Woodcroft with him as an assistant. They were together for three seasons before Woodcroft took a job as a coach of the Bakersfield Condors, the Oilers affiliate in the American Hockey League. Now McClellan is in his third season coaching the LA Kings, and Woodcroft replaced Dave Tippett as Edmonton's coach on February 10th. Game one between these two teams happens Tonight, that's it. Yes, uh, okay. wow. yes, Polly. Yeah. nicely this done. Is, uh, the drama, yeah, I know that's gonna be good. I this, love it. That's gonna be good. Wow. These good the master connection, that's gonna be good. Listen, Polly, I know you're gonna big recording happening at the studio yeah. here soon. Uh, I want to thank you guys again. Uh, taking some time out of your day here to listen to the Across the Pond podcast. Your listeners are what keep us going. Uh, don't forget to check out our website, across the pond.hk. Uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Polly, check out Polly at Sunset yeah. Studio. Why not? Anytime you need anything. Thanks a lot, gents. Uh, tremendous regular season. Looking forward to the playoffs. Sweet Can't boys. wait, boys. Can't wait. All right. All right. Go, across the pond. And that's a wrap. Peace out. Thank you once again to our amazing sponsors, the China Hockey Group, AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Wheel Hub Asia, The Big Bite Restaurant. Felix & Co, Psalm Sleep, and Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery. And of course, our head honcho here at Sunset Studio, Mr. Paul McLean. Folks, if you want to reach out, send in a question or a comment to acrossthepondhk.com or find us on social media at acrossthepondhk.